Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Hey. Well, here we are in mid-December, trucking along in Advent, and well, I guess you don't usually say trucking along in <laughs> Advent, yeah. but well, you know, I, they the bring... cute little Santa trucks, you know, with yeah. the <laughs> tree in the back, they're very popular this year. So. But in Phoenix, they truck snow down True. from up north, and they deposit oh. it oh, into... Yes. Yes. The fields for the children, wow. and it is a wonderful for the celebration thing. of Advent. Yeah. So it was yeah. just and on snow. point for Desert oh, Christmas absolutely. that Correct. we're trucking along. We've got a lot of weird things in the desert. Snow. They have <laughs> come experience them right now. I just found uh, that out ooh, Sunday. Yeah, so, yeah, that too. Yeah. Well, we're trucking along. Do you see yeah, how it all McDonald's. fits together? Yes. So in, it was on purpose, <laughs> and we brought it back home. So. <laughs> Um, on the subject of, you know, wonderful snow being trucked down, we are reading um, the devotional from December 4th, 12-4. Um, if you guys have your devotionals, pause the podcast and go grab them. Um, it's called Retelling the Wondrous. Okay. Retelling the Wondrous. If you don't tell someone about mo- moments that are magnificent or astonishingly and surprisingly good, you'll regret it later. It's easy to take magical moments for granted as though they'll come again. You shouldn't. You come by this way once. Telling someone about the wondrous does so many good things. It shows the other that they matter to you. You're offering them the gift of your passion and heart. Telling about your experience captures what the event did to you in a way no picture or video can. It also encourages your closest friends and family that they don't get to hear just the hard stuff about you, but also your joy. Maybe most important, you're giving glory to God for all those events are from his hand. Your message to those around you is that this life counts. The delight in how you tell it allows them maybe to give glory to God, or at least to consider such a God might exist. Psalm 40. I'm not going to read all of Psalm 40, because that would probably take the rest of the podcast. But um, Psalm 40, verse 9 says, I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. Behold, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. So good. Last Christmas, Bruce gave us a book um, by the Heath brothers, not a Christian book, definitely secular, but incredible. It's called The Power of Moments. And it's true that we can create for each other moments of appreciation, moments of love, moments of wonder, moments of encouragement, and that when we choose not to share those things, we choose not to share a gift of God yeah. and and friendship and kind of bringing people closer to the joy that God has presented us with. And so it's a, it's a fun thing to be able to be in the presence of someone who you want to tell, like, listen, listen, what happened? Listen to this good thing in my life. It's really cool. And it's interesting because I think that we, we do learn that um, some people want to hear those things and some people don't, which is just a funny thing. We wouldn't expect that, I don't think. Um, but even recently I had something really wonderful happen, something really exciting, a gift that um, I was given that just had amazed me. And um, I was so excited to tell my close people about it. Um, but also there were some people that I realized I couldn't tell it to because they they wouldn't be able to rejoice with me. They would they would just kind of turn it into a negative or or somehow turn it into about them where they they wouldn't rejoice or be able to feel that joy it would instead make them feel negatively and that's just an interesting thing to try to navigate with there are some things that you can tell and rejoice with people in and some some that you can't this is one of my favorite ones i think just because i love 
this. I love the retelling of fun stories. I love when something happens or a moment or a joke that I instantly think of a friend or someone that I'm like, oh, I cannot wait. Just like David was saying, I cannot wait to tell them not only because it brought you joy, but you know, it'll bring them joy. And you thought of them in that moment or even in the receiving end of when someone's like, hey, this happened and I thought right of you. You feel you feel glad. You feel excited that, oh, that's awesome that it happened. And, oh, they thought of me. And, oh, they wanted me to be a part of that with them. Um, I love that. I I love making moments. Um, I love celebrating things for my friends. And I, I love then getting to retell that because it not only brings me joy, but then also, like Brittany said, like that smile that they're excited with you and for you. Um, it's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. As a friend, I think one of the cool gifts we get to give each other is inviting others to tell us about the wondrous things yeah. in our life. Because we're not practiced at it. And it, sometimes people don't rejoice with us. And sometimes people don't grieve with us. And it's not – sometimes people, depending on their culture or their family of origin, they're just not used to just, well, let me tell you everything about my life. <laughs> um, so that's one of the things that I've started to practice is like, hey, tell me. Tell me about your life. Like, tell me what's going on. And I've got this weird face that you can't see. Like, come on, let's go. Like, tell me about it. Um, and I, I love when people choose to trust me with something really good in their life. And then I get to be like, woo. Uh, and I think that it's maybe not a part of American culture. It's maybe not part of your culture, but it could be. Mm-hmm. I was talking about how, um, in just a really practical sense, um, I had a friend that, that lives not in the same place as me. And um, when she was dating someone, I would only get a phone call when something was going badly. Um, You know, I never got a phone call of, he got my favorite coffee without me, you know, just the small little things because we don't think to tell each other. We don't think to call people or make a point of remembering to ourselves and then sharing with other people when things are good. And it meant that then you know, she couldn't really take my advice and, and couldn't trust my advice when she'd call with hard things because she felt like I didn't know the context of, well, you don't know all the times that he's wonderful and just this one time yeah. that it's bad or that it's or having a hard time. And it's, she was right. I don't have the context. But when we do make a practice of telling each other about the good things and the small things and, and all of that, then when inevitably hard things come, our close people have a context for it of, this is an anomaly or this is a pattern or whatever it is. It just, it allows us to live life better with each other. I think when we make a practice, like David was saying, we're not used to it, but when we try to make a practice of asking other people what is hard, but also what is, tell me what is good. And then doing the same thing back, then I think we can love each other a lot better. Why is it so easy to think of something that went wrong or tell someone a bad experience and then it's we just glaze right over the good things like like it didn't even happen and then you tell them the next bad thing like why is that so easy to do i don't i mean i think there's like some kind of brain chemistry in there <laughs> that i've heard honestly like that Thank it you. what is it that it like takes seven, seven seconds yeah it takes seven seconds to remember a good thing and one second to remember a bad thing it's something mm-hmm. close to that of well, like darn. when a, yeah, <laughs> yeah when a negative thing happens it is like emblazoned on our brain when a positive thing happens we have to actually take a moment to sit down and be like this is good this is good hold please this is good (laughs) to be able to remember it yeah and i want i mean i wonder if it plays to our shame in some ways to remember all those negatives we can you know the good things we're just like well that's an anomaly or that's not a big deal but the bad things were like that is 
that is what speaks to who I am or who they are or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I like the answer. Well, it's true. That's part of God's grace. Um, grace does mean joy. And so when we're retelling the wondrous, we're getting to focus on a joy. And uh, so I like Natalie's question is that it, it's kind of like the old uh, Rorschach test where you have the white sheet mm-hmm. of paper and there's a black dot on the paper mm-hmm. and your eye goes to the black dot, but there's a whole page of whiteness of joy, but you go to the black dot. And I think part of uh, applying God's grace uh, to our shame is being able to focus on the joys that God has given to us. And since we're not used to it, I like what David was suggesting. We we should um, practice asking others about their joys because many times we won't have taken the seven seconds to even think, or we won't even know why it's joyful, which is a follow-up question to, why was that so joyful to you? Which I think um, all of us ladies in the office have grown in that. Um, that have been newer, at least, because when we come in from the weekend or come over, we know something happened the night before. People are like on the edge of the seat, like, well, how was your weekend? Tell me, <laughs> tell me if anything that happened so that we're, we're kind of getting more used to and mm-hmm. share more of the wondrous things or maybe the not wondrous things, but we're being invited to share yeah. all of so the good. above. So it's so almost everybody it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, we gave Sam such a hard time the other week. <laughs> After Thanksgiving, I was like, Sam, how was your Thanksgiving? And she was like, it was good. We uh, we had dinner. It was good. And we were like, excuse me. No, no, no. We need a day-by-day, hour-by-hour play out of your weekend. It was really funny just because we are used to, like, we we tell each other all kinds of things. If we, like, go through our weekends of what we did and everything, that it was fun that it was an anomaly to be like, no, no, you don't get two sentences. We need to hear everything. <laughs> so there's that invitation, happened. there's pressure. You know, there's... <laughs> the, when I first started here, I was here for like two weeks and then I went on vacation for a week. And then I came back and you guys were like, how are your vacation? And I was like, it was good. Thanks. And then there was just silence for a little while. And then they were all like, okay, well. Good. We'll get to her. <laughs> we'll change her way. A week and a, a week, a year and a half later, we felt comfortable to heckle her until she <laughs> told us everything. An example of this for me recently, um, my wife Stacy told me a few weeks ago that uh, we have kind of a feng shui pot in our backyard. What is that? A feng shui, the, the, where where you're like the Rorschach test, where your eye comes to where the, the the main piece of the area and anyways it, it's an earthen pot and it was dissolving on her and she pointed it out to me and so i did something i very rarely do um i thought well i'm going to try for a birthday to replace this and and there's some very very nice ones at a nursery uh, for a hundred and sixty dollars and a blue glazed pot and i thought well that's a little expensive. Do I appreciate yeah, I, yeah, I appreciate. Uh, I There's appreciate gold her, under that yeah, place. I appreciate her under a hundred dollars. I think <laughs> for that pot. Anyway, I, I, I searched around, which I also rarely do, but I searched around, found a great deal. There was a Home Depot that had some sales on some sales of some sales of this particular blue glaze pot, and it was beautiful. So I got it for like thirty-four bucks. And I, I proceed, I bought some rocks. I thought, let's put some, a little bit of 
you know, run through for the water and I got some topsoil. I broke off the old earthen pot, threw away the shards and everything and, and, uh, put the plant in there, put some topsoil around it. Things I had never done before. I just, I was just, I called my brother-in-law, Dennis, and said, am I doing this right? Is this going to be okay? And, and so I tamped it down, watered it, cleaned up the area, and it was her birthday. And she was out with some friends, and I was just so excited that she was going to get to see it sometime because she's very perceptive, and, and I can never get away with anything like this. But I did this day, and I was so I was very excited about it, but I think I was even as excited uh, I, I, uh, Marco Poloed about 14 people and just showed them the reveal, told them about it. And I think I was excited for me. I wanted them to see my excitement, but in showing them my excitement, I was telling them, I honor you. I, I want to value you and say to you, you're a person I want to share this with. So it was a, it, it was a great experience for her to see it, but what a fun thing in getting to tell the wondrous uh, to others who, as we've said, who you know love you and will appreciate it with you and will will cherish it with you and won't judge you and say, oh, spending 35 bucks on a pot, who are you? you know, so so it, that was a great example of that for me recently. Yeah. So this week, maybe try asking someone what – What's going on in your life, but specifically, what are some good things or things that you're grateful for? Just one person and then tell one person some some good things, because I think we all agree that it's not a normal practice, but it it really holds great value in our relationships. So. And try not to heckle them. Don't take, <laughs> yeah. don't take our lead. No, no. <laughs> See Have you a great next week. week.